Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. John 16, Let's be real. Life is full of challenges. There's no escaping. As believers, we were never promised a perfect life. But as Jesus said to his disciples, take heart. In other words, be encouraged. He has overcome the world. Courage is having strength in the face of difficulty. Take Heart with Patty P is a radio podcast designed to encourage your faith in the midst of life's storms and to inspire men, women, moms and dads, single parents, business owners, and dreamers to pursue and fulfill God's unique plan and purpose for your life. Take Heart with Patty P offers faith-based encouragement along the journey for you to become all that God has made for you to be, even in the midst of difficulty, loss, or challenge. God uses everything in our lives. He really is for you. He is with you, even when you don't see it or can't feel it. He has overcome the challenges in this world, and he enables us to do the same. So let's get started on today's show. Welcome to Take Heart with Patty P. Hello, hello. Welcome to Take Heart with Patty P. My name is Patty Pakoulis, and I'm your radio podcast host for this show, and I'm so, so happy to be here. Wanted to begin this show by giving a shout out to my guest last week. If you did not have a chance to listen to that episode, my dear friend Tamara Arredondo came in and she shared her story. And she really is a strong woman of faith who has overcome more than most, I'll be honest, some of the trials that she's walked through. Um, you know, they're not always your ordinary everyday trials. And she just shared so beautifully and so vulnerably, and she was just transparent. And I know that that episode is just going to encourage so many people. You know, it will encourage their faith. And I just wanted to give her a shout out and just say thank you again for hosting last week and being a part of the show, actually. And anyway, um, so today's episode is for all you parents out there, moms and dads, single parents, widows, foster parents, you name it. I am going to speak to the heart of a parent today as a parent and as one who has kind of walked through um, some definitely challenging seasons with my own children. I wanted to really encourage a lot of you out there, and there's there's a couple reasons for that. You know, but I'll I'll start by just saying this message. There are really two words that comprise this whole message, and um, I'm gonna just sort of let you in on a little secret. I forgot my glasses today, and I'm not reading my podcast, obviously, but it's kind of fun because I'm looking at a few words here <laughs> that are sort of blurry. <laughs> and uh, the good news is that I memorized both those words, so I don't have to worry about that. Anything else in the show? Just bear with me. But um, 
So the two words I really want to encourage you with, first of all, is the word faithful, okay? I am here to tell you that we serve a God who is faithful. I mean, beyond a shadow of a doubt, faithful. And I have watched this play out in my own life, and I want to just deposit that into your spirit, into your heart, into your mind. God is faithful. And the second word that I want to share today is fight, okay? As a parent, there are seasons where we are just going to have to fight. We're going to have to fight for our kids. And this is a, a battle and a battle strategy that's a little different. It's not just, you know, certainly not fighting with them, although that does occur as a parent, obviously. But this is fighting for them, and it's fighting for them in this spiritual realm, fighting on your knees. And right now, you know, the motivation for this podcast today, I have some people in my life right now whose um, children are walking through some struggles. I mean, some very, you know, real struggles. And the first one is a father of, you know, a young man who's 21 years old. And this young man is, is dealing with drug addiction, you know, and, and with a substance that's very scary that could actually take his life. And it, it really, um, you know, when I heard this, my heart literally broke. I, I feel like, you know, um, I, I walked down that path to a certain degree, a little bit, and I just, my heart really went out to him. And that's part of the motivation for sharing today. And the second is one of my dear friends who whose son, you know, just kind of declared to her that, you know, mom, I'm, I no longer believe in Christianity. I'm not a Christian anymore. And I don't have faith in my life. And, and, and this has devastated her. Like this really has sort of rocked her world. And she's a dear close friend. And, and, you know, I've found myself praying quite a bit for both these kids out there, you know, but the truth is this story is common out there. It's way more common than, than we actually really want, you know, and I, I, I know that I know that I know that there are those of you driving home today from work and the heaviness on your heart is your child. You know, you are struggling. There's an area in their life where maybe they're just really struggling or they're stuck or they're, you know, experiencing addiction in their life or they're walking down a path that you know, oh my goodness. And I just want to let you know that you're not alone, that it happens way more than we want it's um you know it's it's part of part of you know life unfortunately and there are seasons where they take turns and it's going to rock our world and as i think about you know my friends and where they're at it may in, in both those situations um you know this young man who's out there you know, actually on the streets. And, and that's the heartbreaking part. And I will, I will, you know, just say right now, if you would, would just say a prayer for him in your heart, I would so appreciate that. I truly can't imagine what this parent is having to walk through. But I want to encourage not only him, not only my friend, but all of you out there with kids who are struggling and in this world, it's going to be way more common. There are so many different paths they can take. 
But, you know, I think about my own my own middle child, you know, and, and of course my, my kids in general. Um, I think about my little Juju who has been on this show, who has shared her story. And, the you know, the title of that episode was um, Overcoming uh, Disbelief. But she shares a journey of not only losing her faith or not really even coming to that faith yet, just always questioning, but also, you know, struggling with an addiction. So it's like my heart in both these scenarios, I feel like I've walked through some of that. And, you know, it's just really heavy right now. But I'm here to say, I'm here to tell you each and every one of you parents out there with a child that might just really be weighing on your heart in such a heavy way. And that is fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. God is faithful. I know this to my core. I know that as 15 years as a widow, there is one word. Well, there are many words that I can use to describe God. But one word sticks out, you know, and that is faithful. He is faithful. You know, I looked that up because as I do, I love to dig into words a little more and you know, someday maybe I'll dive into like, you know, the Greek and the and the uh, deeper, you know, word meanings. But from the dictionary, being faithful, faithful is defined as, you know, true to one's word, promises, or vow. And I think about that often because at this season in my life, I have really uh, come to a place where God's promises mean so much to me. They always have, but for some reason during this season of my life (laughs) where this year has been, you know, totally an adventure and I've shared lots of that, it is pushing me, leaning me into God, his word, his promises, and I find myself clinging to them, you know, with clenched fists sometimes. And, And I'm grateful for that. I am grateful that when there's a promise that God makes, I don't have to think twice about it. I can believe him and I can trust that he will be faithful to, as this says, his word, his promises and his vow. You know, faithful also means steady in allegiance, affection, loyal, constant. And that is God. Loyal, constant, steady, fulfilling his word, his promises, and his vow. And that is something you can hold on to. I think about Psalm 36, 5, and it says, you know, your love, Lord, reaches the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies, which means, you know, if you think of that analogy, his faithfulness is is immeasurable. There is no ceiling on the sky. It just continues, you know, and his faithfulness is immeasurable or Lamentations 3, 23 and 24, you know, it says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And in fact, this is the scripture that inspired the hymn, you know, great is thy faithfulness. It was based on these verses, you know, God's mercy and love are faithful to us every morning. And lastly, I want to share, you know, um, 2 Timothy 2, verse 13. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. He can't go against who he is. The Lord is embodied. I mean, uh, embodies probably not the right word. The Lord is faithful 
and that is his character. And, you know, even when we fail, and it says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. You know, his faithfulness isn't dependent on ours. I mean, let's be real, so many times in this earth, you know, I mean, look at marriage, you know, we make these vows and, and the promise to be faithful is there. Unfortunately, there's times where people fall short. God doesn't fall short. He never does. He never will. And so today, I want to encourage you that he is faithful. Find some of God's promises and hold on to those during this season for whatever it is your child is walking through. You know, if they're walking through a season of addiction or if they're, you know, walking down a path that you know as a parent is not a good path for them. There are verses in the Bible, and this will cause you to kind of dig deep and get in there and find a verse or two that you can hold on to and pray, especially when you feel discouraged, especially when you are wondering and losing faith, or maybe you feel, you know, um, like the situation's hopeless. We don't serve a God of hopelessness. We serve a, a God who is faithful, who gives us hope, who, you know, and, and the second piece of all of this is that we don't just have to sit back and be spectators, you know, and watch our kids just travel down a road where they're going to crash and burn. Like sometimes I understand that as parents, you know, everyone has free will and our kids make choices and we can, you know, try to guide them in the best light we can without being over controlling or manipulating. But the truth is there is still something we can do from the sidelines. And that is fight. We can fight. And the the way I am really encouraging you to, um, you know, fight this battle, I guess the battle strategy for whatever season it is that your son or daughter is walking through, it would be to fight on your knees. Okay. It would be to come before the Lord and literally do battle in the spirit for your child and whatever it is that they're walking through. You know, sometimes we think we have to do something or we have to plead with them or argue with them or logically convince them and get them to understand our point of view. But God is very clear that so often our battles are not even with flesh and blood, meaning they're not even battles that we're fighting with our mind or our body or, you know, the physical here on earth. And, and of course, when you're dealing with an addiction, there is physical um, addiction, emotional, psychological, all of that. So those are valid. However, there is a spiritual battle plan that you can use to really fight for the life of your child you know, I think about the scripture in Ephesians, and it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in the high places. There are things occurring in this world, and it is designed <laughs> to get our kids off track. You know, I always feel like and especially, um, I always felt this with Julia, you know, it's like the enemy just wanted to take her out, wanted to, you know, and I, I, there are, you know, several instances where she could have lost her life. And I always felt like, gosh, you know, always had to pray this prayer of protection around her. And I, 
And it's interesting because two of the major accidents she's had has been around her. Um, you know, she had her, her, her throat cut <laughs> an inch away from, not even an inch, a quarter of an inch away from her carotid vein and, and, and at two years old, you know, and those are just moments I look back and I think it was right by her voice. And, of course, she had the vape accident. And I've always thought, you know, she has a voice and the enemy doesn't want her to say anything, wants to take her out, you know, wants to take her kids out. That's the truth of it. And I really came to this truth about praying for your kids spiritually a a while ago and how this happened for me. You know, in 2008, I was diagnosed with melanoma and it was a huge mole that I had at the nape of my neck. And the hardest part of that was my sister had seen that. We were on the beach. She said, hey, you need to get that looked at. I said, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Went home. I was in Cape Cod at the time. Went home. Totally forgot about it for a year. A whole year, you guys. And I remember being in the mirror, seeing it, and going, oh, my gosh. And I, I got to be honest, in that moment, I knew. I'm like, this isn't good. And... So I went in, and of course it was melanoma. And the fact that it sat there for a year, I had no idea what I was looking at. I had no idea. And, you know, for three days or more, I believe it's a little longer than that, I felt like I was walking in a fog. Like all of a sudden when you are told, okay, you know, there's two, two things we never want to hear. You have cancer and you have a brain tumor. I've heard both of those in my life. But when it was, you have cancer, you have skin cancer, you have, this is melanoma. Like, I went into this fog. I really did. And your whole life in a moment starts to flash in front of you. You don't know your future. You have no idea what you're looking at. You have no idea what the severity is. You know, I, could, I couldn't talk at first. I remember trying to tell Peter, you know, the, the way they told me wasn't the best. The lady just looked at me. She said, it's bad. It's really bad. And I'm like... And she tells me I have melanoma, you know, so I'm calling my husband in a fog. And I will tell you, I walked around in a fog and you see your life, not only the life you've lived, but the life you might not live. And I played it out and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, do I have to write graduation cards? Am I going to have to write wedding day cards? Like I've really thought of these things, but I will tell you when you, you know, you're faced with a potential life-threatening disease you question yourself and the and you ask yourself is there any regrets you know and i will say there was a regret that i had it there was and i realized it and i think this is what's made me more intent in now pursuing a different way of life since then but the one thing i regret was i looked back and i thought oh my gosh you didn't pray for your kids the way you could have like you didn't really pray over their lives in a way that that you know as a Christian parent you want to and I'm not guilting anyone trust me I am a busy mom I've been a widow for 15 years and I've run my own business and I don't have time for an hour to just sit and pray but the truth is I I really believed that I could have done better as a parent in that area that I could have made that more of a priority And really just not just tell your kids how to live their lives and not just model it because modeling it is huge. You know, way more is caught than taught. And 
all of that, but truly praying over them and standing in the gap for them. And that was when I looked back, I realized, wow, that would be one of my biggest regrets. I didn't do it enough. I wish I had done that more. And so I don't know if that would ever be something on your heart, but let's dive in. If your son or daughter are walking through something, you have the very unique opportunity to come before God and to really fight for your kids. And it is a fight. You have the opportunity to lean in deeper, to get on your knees and pray over your child in maybe a way you haven't prayed, to trust in God in a way that maybe you haven't been able to trust before, to surrender in a way that you haven't done so in the past. It's difficult. I used to say, you know, my first son was born. It was a 44-hour labor. Getting that child out was the hardest thing I've ever done, but he was a piece of cake after that. My two girls, you know, piece of cake, delivery, birth. After that, they brought me to my knees at times, and they will. Your children will bring you to your knees. And you know what? That's where sometimes you belong. So right now, I am just here to tell you to stand in the gap for them. And and if, you know, you need to get with other like-minded believers, and that's what I did. I remember for a season for my middle child, I reached out to three people that I knew prayed. And I said, listen, for the next three months or so, would you guys consider praying for my daughter once a week? You know, there is power in prayer. And that's a whole different episode. I'm not even going to touch that. All I'm telling you is that this is a weapon that you have that you might not even realize. You have this strategy that you can implement. You have this opportunity to really dive in there. And, you know, there are seasons in life where you might pray a lot more than you normally do. If your child is there, that might be what God's saying. Hey, listen, be praying for them. Pray for them in the spirit. Cover them like a blanket. Tuck them in, you know. Lay that blanket over them. Tuck them in here. Tuck them in there. Tuck them in here like you used to when they were going to bed at night. And you pray over them. You know, prayer is something that I love because it's the one thing that we can kind of do quietly every single day without getting attention, without getting any acknowledgement. It is a demonstration of great love towards individuals that you are praying for. And what a gift you can do for your son or child as they battle. You can do this and really make a difference in the spiritual realm because as I shared, we do not war against flesh and blood, but there is a spiritual world that actually exists where you are contending for sometimes their life. You know, I remember trying to explain spiritual warfare to my son and I sat him down at Starbucks. I think he was seven years old. And I said, I drew this, I had a yellow legal plaid. And I said, you know, your video games, you know how good is always fighting evil that is what that is what it's like in the spiritual world, Colin. That is real. That is a actual, you know, picture of the reality of the world that we live in. Only you can't see it sometimes. And so, you know, as we do that, as we commit to getting on our knees, as we come before the Lord, and as we, you know, partner with Him, find a promise, find two, and just begin to pray that over your son and daughter every day. Begin to petition, supplement, you know, um, like come before him daily 
and fight this battle because it is worth it. God is faithful. He is not just going to ignore you. You know, we serve a God who loves you, who wants your child to be free, who has a plan for your child. The one thing I'm grateful for, my husband always said, you know, Jesus has a plan for your life. I know that seed was planted He has a plan for your child's life, whatever they're walking through right this moment. God has a plan for them. God wants them set free. And right now, as a parent, you have the unique opportunity to pray for them in a way you've never prayed for them, to tuck them in every night. Or when you wake up, you are praying. You grab a promise. You pray. You continue to faithfully pray for your child as long as it takes and let God move. Let God in his greatness and in his faithfulness move on behalf of your child. I truly believe in the power of prayer. I have watched my daughter go from no faith to great faith that continues to grow. I've watched her struggle with addiction, and I've watched God set her free. And I'm here to tell you, as a parent and as someone who you know, is grateful for this opportunity in this moment to speak life into you and say, do not stop fighting for your child. Fight for them on your knees. This is a battle. Whatever they're walking through, you are their advocate. Continue to pray, continue to believe, and continue to trust and have faith in the faithfulness of God because he wants this just as much as you. Give the Lord an opportunity to work greater in their life through the power of your prayers. God bless you guys. Stay strong, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Take Heart with Patty P. It is our greatest hope that you have been encouraged and inspired today in your faith, in your life, and in your walk with God. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please take a moment to leave a review and an episode rating. Your thoughts and comments are so important to us. You can also subscribe to the show weekly and tell your family and friends. We would love that. For more encouragement or information about the show or the host of the show, Patty P, and the photography services that she also provides, you can visit her website at pattypxo.com. That's P-A-T-I-P-X-O.com. She would love to hear from you. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers USBP. That's cbp.gov careers USBP.